Welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Preview Podcast. Tonight, we'll talk about something somewhat related to the topic, yet completely different from what you'll hear later in the week. And we've got me, TV's Casey, and Booster Greg. Oh yeah, what's going on guys? It's the dynamic duo of the Bad Coyote Funky going on tonight. Um, we're switching up a little bit. There's, a, there's only the two of us as opposed to our usual uh three four five six whoever ends up coming on the podcast um what i wanted to talk to you guys about this week is something we've kind of neglected a little bit uh over the past and it's star wars um casey you know we've tried it every (laughs) we've tried it every damn opportunity to bring you the collective star wars knowledge as only bad coyote funky can bring so what happened is I think it's been for the past three or three weeks, two weeks. We're like, all right, we're going to do Star Wars. We're going to do Star Wars. And then things came up. So um, week one was going to be Star Wars. And then it was, you know, all the, the, the shows ended and all that stuff. And then it just kind of Mad Max came out and then Secret Wars really took off. So now we're doing it. I know it's like two months after the trailer came out, but who cares? We're here. Um in the vein of Star Wars, Casey, I wanted to ask you a question. All right, shoot. What was your favorite Star Wars moment? We talking just movies, or are we talking everything? Well, let's let's just go with um, let's go with movies. The the all uh, six of them. Let's do that. All right. Well. Uh... I'm going to have to go with uh, probably the most exciting standout moment of my childhood. Uh, and that's going to be big time lightsaber duel at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, with that one, uh, you know, assuming the people who are listening have not actually seen Star Wars, is when Luke finally confronts Darth Vader for what we see as the first time mm-hmm. on Cloud City. Mm. Luke, in a desperate gamble, having spent about a half hour training in the Force with Yoda, goes oh, yeah. to rescue his friends who have walked dead into a trap. And Vader is testing him utterly the entire fight. and the, It's completely laden with drama. And anybody who's anybody will know the score on the spoiler. Uh, that Vader reveals that he is, in fact, Luke's father. What? And a truly... I know! It's a truly mind-blowing revelation, but it's, you know, unquestionably one of the most famous and misquoted scenes in cinematic history, <laughs> and maybe probably one of the best-known twists of all time. It's it's just like what I would have done, or what I would do to have that not be spoiled for me. I feel like being younger... Um, and you know, not of being born when the original movies came out. Um, that whole thing is always, it's rooted in pop culture. Now it's, you know, that whole line, I am your father. That's not possible. Chop. There goes the hand down the tubes and then down with him, all that stuff. Um, it's it's definitely like sixth sense level. I think that's the only thing that we, we have that can equate to that whole, like what the fuck moment. Um, and it's just it's just such a fantastic moment the, I think it's well shot uh, the acting on that is really good and I, I remember hearing somewhere that like wasn't there alternate scripts for that moment so that even the actors didn't know 
what was going on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, since James Earl Jones' voice acting was all done in post, mm -hmm. um, it was obvious that he would be a big keeper of the secret. Mm. Um, and this is actually a funny bit of trivia for, you know, if, if people don't know this. Um, David Prowse, the guy who is more or less the body of Darth Vader uh, for all purposes that aren't the sword fighting scenes, which mm -hmm. is Bob Anderson. David Prowse has, like, a really Englishy accent. So, like, almost comically so. That, But he would speak it aloud, you know, when acting with the other actors, and then they would just dub James Earl Jones over him at the end. So what they gave to him uh, and everybody else, as Mark Hamill as Luke is the only one who knew the truth at that point, uh, is that Obi-Wan killed your father. Ooh. Which That's is true. the original line that was spoken, yeah. But for Mark Hamill to give as convincing a performance as he could, he was told immediately before it was shot that this is what is re what is actually revealed to you is that Darth Vader, the man standing before you, is in fact your biological father. Yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been really off-putting, you know. <laughs> like he goes, he, he Mark Hamill sitting there thinking that he's going, you know, Obi Wan killed your father, and then he's his reaction would probably just be kind of like a. Uh, no, no, he told me the other way around versus the whole, you know, hey, like in the acting. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're lying. Like, that's not as intense as the guy who you've been fighting, who is the polar opposite of the beliefs that have been instilled in you. He's your dad. Who is literally <laughs> the face of the evil empire you've sworn to fight. Yeah, he's he's your this dad. guy. This guy. Um, that definitely would have been if... <laughs> They they kept the original and just told Mark Hamill that, and they didn't tell him that whole twist. That would have been really funny to see. I think their reaction would have been like a "I am yeah. your father," and then it's just like a "Oh no, no way." <laughs> oh oh, what? That, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy from man. a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, so that's that's definitely like those are that's a key moment for me. Um, and I quote it often. My favorite moment is, um, I believe it's the same movie. It's been a while since I've seen all of them. They all kind of merged the three, the two trilogies merged together for me. Um, but yeah, so it's like one mega movie in my brain, which which yeah. is which well, is good and bad. Big big fan of watching it on Spike when it comes on. I see. <laughs> um, it's when I think it, I I want to say it's the fifth movie i want to say i don't know it for a fact but with the scene my man but it's when um han and leia and luke are captured right and han is going right. down in carbonite yep the second one i mean that's definitely the, empire it's empire yeah that's absolutely empire yeah, fact. that's yeah. number five so no, bone, no bones about it yeah so um leia goes i love you and han goes fucking coolest line in the world i know it just just goes oh. out with that just goes out and um fun fact for all the listeners who have girlfriends that aren't really into star wars don't quote that to your girlfriend <laughs> it doesn't go over as well as you think it does you feel really really cool until you're sleeping on the couch uh anyways yeah that's my favorite moment it's just An unfortunate travesty <laughs> of those who don't get the joke <laughs> Uh, too many, too many references made sometimes. Um, I heard that that was ad-libbed. Did you hear that, Casey? 
Yes, but I, I wasn't sure about it until I heard Mark Hamill talk about it in an interview. And he does the best impression of Harrison Ford I think I've ever heard. Does he? I yeah, oh up. man, he... I, I, I really wish I knew where I heard it from. I don't think it was on, like, uh, like with Kevin Smith or something, because Kevin Smith is almost, like, I think up there with Joe Rogan in terms of getting his podcast on. But uh, he, in, in this interview, Mark Hamill is talking about d just the scene in general and how, you know, him being, like, a 20-something-year-old kid, he's, like, very excited, bouncing all the walls, like, mm. oh, hey, George, yeah, I'll do the scene. I'll do it great. <laughs> and then he goes into I'll do the scene for you, Mr. Lucas. You want me to do this? Yeah, and then he goes into his Harrison Ford voice, and it's like, oh, come on, kid. I mean, be a professional here, you know? And, of course, this is also Harrison Ford, who's got basically no acting experience outside of American graffiti. Right. But he's still, like, a 30-something-year-old, you know, grizzled carpenter man. I mean, But, I... but he just, you know, he's trying to just he's trying to get him to simmer down, and he's talking about the, the scene. And the original line is, I love you, too, as, you know, anybody yeah. with yeah. a brain would imagine it is. Yeah. So he, I, I, uh, Hamill's talking about it, and he's like, you know, you know, George, I don't think this line is great. And he's like, well, it's not your line, so don't worry about it. And then, you know, Harrison's like, oh, I got to tell you, George, I mean, it just doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth about the whole thing. <laughs> you know, what if I just, I don't know, just took a swing at doing something different? And, you know, Lucas is also a fledgling director at this point, too, but yeah. he's also secured all the merchandising rights, so he's rolling in the money. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, go for it. And then he did it. I'm almost certain that was done in one take. That I'm gonna I'm gonna maintain that belief that that was done in one take because that just you, makes it even more. Better. Yeah, you know what? Don't don't fact check me and destroy the illusion. <laughs> but but I, I'm pre I'm pretty sure that he just nailed it right out of the gate, and and they were like, all right, we're going with it. <laughs> it just makes it makes it better. And at that point, he probably um, got the signature Harrison Ford point down too, which. Uh, is one of my if you notice in all of his movies he does this weird point thing go back and point watch thing him. yeah he so he'll point and look at a character uh in huh. all of the movies that i've seen him in he does it at least once it's kind of like how Samuel has somebody Jackson, made a, a super cut of him just pointing at people i, I saw a few like different screenshots <laughs> but I, I might do that in my spare time in my abundance of spare time um oh to, yeah to which i have i have none really but uh yeah, I mean, I, I everything that I, I'm a big Harrison Ford fan, so um, I kind of noticed he did it. I think the first time I saw it was in um, one of the Indiana Jones. I don't remember which one. And then I started like I saw it on Air Force One. And I started seeing it in more and more movies, and it's just like, oh god, that's that's like if Samuel Jackson's thing is purple, the color purple, that's his thing. And in every movie there's in, Harrison Ford's always pointed somebody. Yeah, but it's not like a straight out point. It's like a 45 degree angle up kind of point, like a watch it okay. kind of point. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for it because uh, he, he he does do it quite a bit. Um, so I kind of wanted to do something a little different tonight since um, we don't have Sergio here to babysit us, uh, so we can do whatever we want. <laughs> We could literally yes. just do whatever we want. Uh, so I... You and I, master and apprentice, yes. going against the greater grain. Something, You know, it's something. perfect. We got the... <laughs> Dark side. This is the Rule of Two podcast. Forget about your badness and your coyotes and the funk. 
That's it. Him. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's it. Thanks, ah, so, thanks for tuning it. in. Let's. I, I really <laughs> hope he's not listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so um, I decided, and Casey agreed, it would be fun to do a which Star Wars character are you quiz. Um, we try... promise we won't spam your Facebook feed with it. Uh, I might. <laughs> I make no promises. Uh, so let's go ahead and hit begin and let's get this ball rolling, Casey. So the first All question right. is choose your weapon. And we got some some pretty interesting choices here. I like that they put R2-D2's little C-3PO detection rod in there. Yeah. <laughs> For turning the turning the crank. I'm going with that one. Boom. I'm going Nailed. in with the blaster. Boom. Nice. Wait, Stormtrooper or Han Solo? Uh, Han Solo. Ah, Obviously. Nice. All right, question two. What kind of childhood did you have? Ooh, Let's was... see. Hmm. Give me a minute here. Man, they really seem to to want to give you specific answers for these. Tough, tough, tough. Uh, ooh, yeah. So, what kind of childhood did you have? I was moody and self-involved, traumatic in a way that can only be properly explained in a prequel. I have happy memories of my home planet. It was good, but I couldn't wait to get out there and explore. For some reason, I can't remember. I'm starting to think someone may have messed with my memories. Um, I have the worst memory that I know, so I'm thinking of going with that last one. Yeah, I'm going to go Childhood with... Childhood was pretty good. I'm going to be accurate. I was pretty movie, moody and self-involved. Like, what kid wasn't? Really? Yeah. Look Classic Greg. Um, it looks like your friend... So, question three. It looks like your friend might get in a fight. You, A, don't, don't get involved. Uh, B, start, B, talking start talking things out and get these two to shake hands. Rush to his or her defense. Get him, get him or her out of there ASAP. Ditch them when they need you most, but head back just in time. Oh. See, this is tough. Like I re I know what I want to say because I know what that's gonna lead to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm totally, totally a chicken shit, so I'm getting out of there ASAP. I'm going to choose the last one because I know that's going to lead to Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're we're cheating with the book and answers, huh? I'm trying not to really oh. hard. I mean, that's the only one I've <laughs> actually cheated on so far, so. Fair enough. When encountering new ideas, are you naturally inclined to be more open-minded or more skeptical? I am totally, extremely open-minded. I'm, I'm somewhat open-minded. Um, actually, no. I'm really somewhat skeptical. Because at that point, I've probably... Indecisive. <laughs> yeah, watch that be the next one. When when facing a yeah. decision, you can A, make it promptly, B, have to think about it a bit, C, have to think about it for hours, or D, you can't make decisions. Somewhat skeptical. This isn't a Walmart job application <laughs> threat assessment. This is a Star Wars quiz. Uh, um, they do have how do you handle criticism, which is basically almost the same thing. Oh, my God. 
Uh, I'm terrible at handling criticism. I get super defensive. I'm trying to work on that, but... Uh... Wow, they gotta let the Wookiee win option. Pull someone's arm out of socket. Oh, God. Yeah. I, argue I find people's lack of faith disturbing. I'm gonna argue oh. my fa my case with facts and logic. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, right. there you go. Number six. You're gonna end up with C-3PO at the end of this thing. Oh my god, it's gonna be terrible. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna be C-3PO. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, which one of these would you be most interested in studying? Combat tactics, international diplomacy, astrophys astrophysics. I can read. I swear. A new language, yeah. practical mechanics, or psychology? International diplomacy. I'm going with practical mechanics. And now I have an ad. Skip. Uh, Skip. Easiest question in the book. Oh, yeah. So, over the Oof. years... Over the years. How would you say you've grown as a person? Personal growth is overrated. Oh my god. Come nice. on. So this is like getting way too deep. I just wondered, hey, what's your favorite color? They they really expect a lot out of you. They really do. Yeah. I, and, you know, I'm not going to say the word man-child, but... I might definitely be going towards that route as I get older and my tastes stay exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Oh, man. I'm going to do the uh, the Daria answer. I've hardened myself to the endless suffering that is life. That's crazy. You heard it here first, folks. Truly tragic Greg. Womp womp. Uh, if something bad happens to someone close to you, how do you cope? <laughs> so if you do the first one, you're, you're Darth Vader. No. Oh, yeah. I drop everything and find out how I can help. I do what I can for my friend while keeping things together in my own life. Find out who's responsible and make them pay. Or at least it didn't happen to me. So if you're number one, you're Darth Vader. If you're the last one, you're a dick. Yeah. Uh, I like revenge, but only in a truly fictional version of myself, kind of a sense. See, I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna do the uh, I, uh, the middle answer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, help out, but you know, don't let it, don't let things get out of control on my end. My life is too hard to control as it is. I can't risk putting that in danger. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a wild ride. Your pet is sick, you're in the oh, middle God. of moving, and you've got a bantha-sized pile of work to finish. How are you holding up? Um, I completely work horrible under pressure, so I'm falling apart faster than an R2 unit. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the... So here are the, here are the options. I'm realizing I'm not reading these out. Uh, your pet is sick, you're in the middle of moving, and you've got a banthesized pile of work to finish. How are you holding up? Better than ever. Stress puts me on my game. Like a zen master, this is business as usual. A little out of sorts, but nothing I or my blaster can't handle. Help, I'm falling apart faster than a busted R2 unit. That's me, baby. 
Hmm. I'm going to do a little out of sorts, but nothing I, I or my blaster can't handle. That's what happens. I get a little... Really going for that Han Solo answer. Gonna be disappointed when you get Greedo. I'm gonna be disappointed when I get Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> um, or Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Jar Jar, that's what he's all about. Nothing his blaster can't handle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question 10. When I need to come up with the right thing to say, I tend to fall back on quippy one-liners. Okay, that's okay. already the answer for me. Yeah, Mind-blowing wisdom. Mm. Relevant facts and minutia. Intimidation. Mm. I'm generally the silent type. And blip bleep boop wah oh. Which so, I'm only going to assume is a Ben wow. Burt style. <laughs> yeah, R2-D2 noise. Which most accurate, accurately describes your relationship with your best friend? This is question number 11. Uh, we get in fights, but we always make up. We share a deep bond, but people don't really get it. The balance of power is heavily tilted in one direction. We're so much alike. People sometimes get us confused. Friends aren't really my thing. It's like we could be brothers slash sisters. Hmm. I really, I realize it's hard. I got a little bit of a George Takei inclination of my voice on this one. Oh, oh my! my. Um, I'm gonna go with the middle one. We're, uh, we're so much alike. That's what I'm going with. Oh, okay. Actually, um, eh. I make. I don't like that. Never mind. I. I'm... I, I make friends pretty, pretty close, and I hold them very dear to me. So, they're siblings. Yeah. I'm going to do answer number two. We share a deep bond with people don't really get it. Cool. Question number 12. When it's time to get a job done, I... Dot, dot, dot. Never give up and always achieve what I set out to do. Suppress a minor panic attack after logically examining the task at hand take my money up front and I'm not putting my neck on the line for anyone. So that's my Han Solo answer right there. Crack down there you get go. to work, even if no one notices. I find fear and intimidation can be excellent motivators. Well, having recently suppressed a minor panic attack at work, uh, I think I can definitely go with answer number two. I am going to go actually with number four. Crack down and get to work. It takes me a bit to get to that point, but once I'm there, I'm there. Yeah. And another word from their sponsors. Skip. Okay, here we it's go. It's totally blocked on my end. <laughs> oh, here we go. Which planet would you most like to visit? Mm. The lawless desert planet of Tatooine is rife with opportunity. Yeah, in moisture farming. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Endor or Kashyyyk, both densely forested planets with furry inhabitants. Hmm. No thanks. Free teddy bears. Free Dagobah's... teddy ruxpins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that are deadly and eat stormtrooper skulls. Yes. <laughs> Dagobah's isolation makes it perfect for getting away and meditating. It's a shithole. And hanging out with Muppets. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, assuming he's not dead. Yeah. And Coruscant, where the powerful go to make things happen. Oh, the only realistic city-looking one. I will take that. Thank you. I don't even know which one I want to do. 
I don't want to do Coruscant. Oh, come on. I know that. Coruscant is just... Come on. Uh... How could there be any other choice? I'm going to go with Dagobah. It's like Las Vegas, the planet. Ooh, really? Well, I get to hang out with Yoda. Yeah. You know, and, and even if he's know, if he's dead, so... his his ghost is there, and all the other Jedi's, I can just like learn awesome Jedi tricks. All right, fair enough, man. Fair enough. I'll contend that one. I like me some Yoda. All right. the The final question in this quiz: You love Star Wars, but what bugs you about it besides Jar Jar Binks? See, Jar Jar doesn't even bother. When? Me. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's doing it for the kids, man. He's doing it for the kids. <laughs> doing it for the kids. Uh, when... First choice, when Luke and Leia kiss. Mm-hmm. Second uh... choice, the continuity errors. <laughs> so I can't read them okay. because I accidentally hit one of the options by accident, so it took me to write to my results. Oh, whoops. All right. Well, whoops. Let, me, but let me finish up. Just finish reading it. Because I think I just did when Luke and Leia yeah. kiss, which is it did bother me a lot, so I'll just keep that. That's fine. Uh... Yeah, we've got Anakin in the prequels, the Stormtroopers' terrible aim, the Sarlacc, Ewoks, the Death Star getting blown up because of a stupid exhaust port, and the Episode Four edit where Greedo shoots first. <laughs> oh, it would have been that one for me, really. Those are some pretty. Those are some pretty pretty good choices. Um, I've always had a real distaste for the Ewoks too. That yeah, is tough. Ewoks. Yeah, I'm going with the Ewoks. Really? Why does the Sarlacc bother anybody? I yeah, know. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, man. Return of the Jedi would be my favorite movie if it wasn't for the on-the-ground battle scene. Okay. Because you got you get all the great stuff. You get all the great stuff with Jabba. You get all the great space battle around the Death Star too. All the stuff on the Death Star itself is pretty great. You know, with Luke's fight and seeing the Emperor, you know, mulling around, being all evil. Mm. It's great. But then the ground fight, it, it pulls me out of it a little bit. I'm going right. with the Ewoks. All right. All right. So. What? Oh, this is crap. Who'd you who get? Who'd you get? Who did you get? No, you first. No, no you, you first. first. You, you know you who I got. You saw your first. Dude, Gunray? I got, I got Han Solo. You totally did, huh? I did. I, I actually did. Yeah. I, um, I only did that one question that was like kind of not really what I would have done, but everything else I answered truthfully. I am Han Solo. Sharp, resourceful, and independent. You're a shady smuggler whose hidden cargo includes a heart of gold. Uh, people tend... There should have been more to that. That seemed like there would be. Weird sentence. Uh, people tend to be drawn uh, in by your charisma, winning one-liners, and your big furry friend. Yeah, they are. You may be an opportunistic scoundrel, but you like that just fine. Fair enough. Uh, what was yours, Casey? I got Mon Mothma. What? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say that's, that, that's that would be quite, pretty terrible. Gets quite the, quite the quiz. <laughs> yeah, no, you are Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually, I feel bad now that I must have jinxed myself making funny at the beginning. I got C3PO, which I can oh. only assume is a combination of my natural real life set of neuroses and real life problems, compounded into. Uh, the skinny guy of the comedic foil duo <laughs> of droids. Oh, I would have loved if I got so, R2, R2-D2. <laughs> that yeah, he is such a sassy bitch. Oh, I love him. Gotta love R2-D2. 
Oh, man. Yeah, but what, let's see what the whole thing says. Lo logical and calculating facts and figures are your security blanket. You've never met a subject you didn't have a well-reasoned opinion on or a situation you couldn't try and talk through. Fighting? Forget it. You'll make yourself useful some other way and keep close to your less anxious best friend. <laughs> yeah. Man. You know what? Uh, I think this quiz has got me in a nutshell. A gold-plated, speaking six million forms of communication kind of a nutshell. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, that was um, the fun on Zibio. Uh, what Star Wars character are you? Test and Casey. We unfortunately have to wrap it up. We're hitting about our time mark now. I think we probably went over. Um, but so soon? Yeah, so soon. But you know what, guys? That's all right because we'll be back on Thursday night if you're going to listen live. Uh, or Friday morning if you want to take a peek at our podcast. We hopefully will be on iTunes soon, so check us out on there as well. Um, and in the meantime, guys, hopefully we'll see you next time or see you never. The saga continues. <laughs>